Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. One on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for another edition of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. I'm so glad to be here on this wonderful Thursday. And if it's Thursday, you already know what time it is. It is time for Thursday night football. That means the beginning of another NFL week. And we are very excited to be here with you today. Or I should say, I'm very excited. Same way that we're one as a whole well, anyway with all that being said once again thank you all for tuning in for another edition this is week five of the power rankings man we're past the quarter mark of the season or close it's a 17 game season now but we're getting you know past that point we're in the into the uh fifth week of the season and it's 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 so far it's been wild because we really don't know what's what you know, like if you go and really look at how the games have been playing out, some of the games you thought, oh, man, by far, easy one to pick, easy one to select, easy one to go by. No, 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 not at all. Any it, the parity in the league right now, I would say is probably, you know, probably one of the best has been in the last you know few years. I love it. I love the parity to an effect uh, uh, to an effect. It hasn't really helped me out in other, uh, some other aspects like. My record is not pretty, y'all. Like, it, it took a while, but we got some good news because of last week. But, you know, it's, it's been a while trying to get everything back over the hump here. But, like I said, not going to talk you to death. We got to get into uh, our power uh, our power records for week five. Can't wait to get into that. Uh, I also want to talk a little bit about uh, last week. You know, I know I told you on the show last week that I was heading to Dallas for Commanders Cowboys. And oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, what an experience it was. I had an absolute uh, marvelous time being down there at AT&T Stadium. It was a day trip. I went on Saturday, um, got there on Saturday, left Sunday right after the game. But uh, it was a whirlwind of greatness. I, I absolutely enjoyed myself down there uh, in Dallas, or I guess you can say Arlington, depending on you know wherever you're from. But it was amazing. But I want to take the time and show you all uh, some of the pictures that I took down there uh, for Bowie TV. It was an absolute pleasure. Just 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 a few, you know, got Dallas Cowboy, uh, Cowboys cheerleader. Uh, she's killing the game right there. And it's just just a couple of some of the things I had going on. McKissick out there doing his thing on the field. Uh, I'm telling you, for a photographer, the lighting in this stadium was absolutely amazing. That's the Dotson touchdown right there. Uh, you know, this is a Curtis Samuel play that just didn't go his way and they end up, you know, not being able to score the touchdown there. Uh, this is after the Trayvon Diggs interception. This is a celebration after Dotson's uh, touchdown. And this is just, you know, Montez Sweat just giving Cooper Rush problems all day, which he did all day long. And then Dotson and Parsons, the Penn State uh, guys, uh, showing each other some love. So 
you know, for me, like I said, it was a great, 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 great experience. Once again, much love to all the people that helped me get down there. Uh, you know, Candy Waller, uh, you know, part of the Bowie TV um, family there. Uh, we, you know, been working together in the Bowie TV front. Great job. Appreciate you. Uh, you know, my man, John Lord, former you know teacher who helped sponsor the trip. My sister, Tasha Shaw, who helped sponsor the trip. My brother, uh, Perky, who helped sponsor the trip. And all those people, just all those people that helped sponsor the trip down there. Truly appreciate you helping me live out a dream and having a, a really good time in the process. Now, with all the shout outs going out, let's go for the recap. First recap of last week on the, uh, of the power rankings and where we stood before we get into week five. In the bottom, we had the Texans, the Raiders, the Jets, the Seahawks, the Steelers, the Commanders, the Panthers, Titans, Falcons, Cardinals, Saints, and Patriots in that order from 32 to 21. At the outside looking in, we had the 49ers, the Lions, the Bengals, the Chargers, the Colts, the Giants after a tough loss to Dallas the week before, uh, or Arlington Desperados. Uh, the Bears, the Broncos, the Cowboys, oh, the Desperados, and the Browns. That was our outside looking in. Then our top 10, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, the Rams, the Ravens, the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Eagles, and the Dolphins. That's, that, was, that was our power rankings heading into week four. We had our players of the week, which were Lamar Jackson and Jalen Petrie. Much love to them. Our top five MVP candidates, we had two of Allen, Jackson, Hurts, and Mahomes. And that's the way we were looking uh, after you know, going into week four. And then, of course, we had um, we had the uh, prediction for Thursday night, which, for those who know, I got the Bengals score right. Uh, Dolphins, not so much. So I lost my first Thursday night game. Was not excited about that, ladies and gentlemen. Was not excited about that. But nevertheless, we head to week five, and it's time to bring you the power rankings for week five. And you know we always start off with the bottom. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the bottom for week five. Of course, the Texans uh, continue to lead the ship at the bottom, unfortunately. Uh, the Texans are now 0-3-1. And, you know, this Texans team gave it their all against the Chargers, you know. Um, it was a close game at first. Damian Pierce is really starting to come out as a, a nice little star there for Houston. Back-to-back -back great weeks for him after a slow start. He had 14 carries, 131 yards, and a TD. Uh, so, you know, it was good to see him out there doing his thing for this Texans team. I'll preach it until, you know, people understand it. They're young. They're still kind of inexperienced, you know, at a lot of the key positions on that team. So they're growing, but they've been in games and they've been playing hard for Lovey Smith. I just hope that Lovey truly gets a chance to teach this, you know, this group a little bit longer as they continue to grow and hopefully get more pieces in there. We got the Texans at 32. At 31, the Washington Commanders. They started off the season great. Um, got a win over Jacksonville, who we all know now is a lot better team than we thought they were heading into the season. And that commander's team, you know, gave them the business in week one. Well, since week one has been tough, a, a big loss to the Lions, loss to the Eagles, and that uh, loss to the Cowboys uh, this past weekend. And that offense, just they just don't know 
it feels like the offense doesn't know what's going on. I know that sounds crazy, but when you watch this offense play on the field, you don't have any type of feeling um, as a as just a spectator, not a fan of the uh, of the commanders. But I say, you know, as a, not as a fan, but as a just a spectator, just watching as a neutral party. I have no confidence in what's going on with the offense right now. I just don't. And I hope that changes because you can tell they have great pieces on that team. It's just not coming together. They've got to find a way to get that thing to come together because the defense, you know, yes, they've given up some points here and there, but the defense has had some good moments. Unfortunately, the offense just hasn't been able to get that thing going. So commanders drop from 27 to 31 at number 30, the Carolina Panthers who dropped four slots this week, uh they were at 26 last week now they're at 30 uh this panthers team you know it's it's tough you know they they really really in my opinion they really weren't in the game yes they were up 10 to 3 at halftime but they weren't in that game at all especially in the second half because remnants of that raiders game the cardinals went on a 22 to 6 run or this time 23 to 6 run to win that contest 26 to 16 and the Cardinals got their second victory of the season. So Panthers still trying to get themselves together. Matt rule is starting to answer questions about, does he think he's going to be back? My girl, uh, Sheena quick, uh, you know, for Fox sports, you know, uh, alumni here on one-on-one, she, uh, did episode 25 for us, asked him the question, you know, are you worried about your job security? And, you know, he obviously he's not going to say, man, I'm worried, but you know, the answer he gave was like, Hmm, Okay, but yeah, we got the Panthers at 30. At 29, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, Pittsburgh fans, we've got a quarterback change. Uh, Trubisky started the game as a quarterback, and Kenny Pickett ended the game as quarterback a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's one and three. Uh, it's been a tough start for the team. Obviously, they got their first win of the season against the Bengals. That's when T.J. Watt was there. T.J. Watt hasn't been there in three weeks, and it's showing, uh, you know, a and it's it's been a little bit rough for the Steelers. Uh, they they're missing their emotional leader, but the Jets, man, who are twenty two this week in the bottom, who you know jumped up uh, eight spots after a nice victory against the Steelers. The Jets, uh, you know, got their quarterback back in Zach Wilson, and it showed. Uh, so you know, yes, he didn't have sexy numbers: eighteen for thirty six, two hundred fifty two yards, and a touchdown, but. He helped propel that team to a victory and just having them back, you can tell. So right now the Steelers are at 29, but the Kenny Pickett show has started in Pittsburgh. Okay. He did have three interceptions, but those were the only incompletions he had on the day. So I guess there's a way to find a, a silver lining in that. At 28, the New Orleans Saints. I I do I really didn't think New Orleans would be a team that I would see consistently in the bottom. They were in the bottom at 22 last week. They dropped six slots. They are now at 28. Um, this Saints team had a chance to win this game. Um, it was a good game over in London, the first London game of the year. Uh, they end up losing uh, uh, 28 to 25, but it was crazy because they uh, their kicker and I, I'm I miss some names right now, but their kicker knocked a 60-yard field goal earlier in that game to put them in a good spot to tie the game. Then, you know, uh, they have another chance for him to tie the game to head into overtime. If this one's a 61-yarder, it takes the double boink off the goalpost, and they lose the game. So the Saints are 1-3. and three. But a big note from this game, no Alvin Kamara and no Michael Thomas and no uh, Jameis Winston. So you three key pieces gone. 
right off the bat. Great day for Chris Olave, though. Great day for Chris Olave. So much love to him. But the Saints are six spots back there at 28. At 27, we got the New England Patriots. Look, New England probably should be higher. But, you know, yeah, I know how I do it. I go off records and then I rank from there. Uh, we got the Patriots at 27. They dropped six slots. They had a really good game against the Packers. They fought hard, had a chance to win it. Green Bay did not look hot at all. I just got to throw that out there. You know how I feel about that. They did not did not look good at all. Just didn't look good. But uh, the Patriots team came in there with a third string quarterback, uh, Bailey Zip. I'm, I could be saying his last name wrong, but he came in there after um, Hoyer got hurt, had a head injury early in the contest. He came in there and gave the Packers all they could handle. The Packers were able to win it in overtime, 27 to 24. So, uh, you know, the Patriots are are going to be swimming for some things this week because they take on the number 26 team in the power rankings, the Detroit Lions, next week. And so there are two teams who, you know, desperately need a win, uh, and somebody's going to be two and three potentially uh, heading out of that matchup. Um, I'll give you a sneak preview. I got the Lions in that one, but we will see. The Lions are also banged up right now, so they they had a lot of people missing in practice yesterday. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. So Patriots at twenty seven, Lions at twenty six. At twenty five, we've got the they got the Colts. Uh, the Colts lose a tough one to the Titans. Really, never in the contest to an extent. Uh, the Titans were up twenty four to ten. You know, uh, they were up 24 to 10 at the half. They didn't score any points to Titans in the second half, uh, but they scored enough to where they were able to hold on and keep the Colts from making a comeback there. Uh, you know, and Matt Ryan, 27 for 30, 37, two, 356 yards and two touchdowns. So, uh, you know, I look at, you know, this Colts team and they're one, two and one, and I'm still not impressed. Um, I'm, I'm very sad because I had higher expectations for this team, but we're going to keep them in the bottom for now because we're still trying to figure out what they got going on. At 24, the Las Vegas Raiders. They Last week, they were the only NFL team um, to be uh, undefeated uh, or defeated, I should say, because they had lost all their games. Uh, yes, the Texans are 0-3-1, but they did tie so that they're not you know, in that um, situation. But the Raiders finally get a win. Uh, and get themselves on the board with a win over the Broncos, 32 to 23. Uh, you know, uh, Josh Jacobs had a great day 28 carries, 144 yards, two touchdowns. Devontae Adams had nine receptions for 101 yards. Just a great day uh, for the Raiders to finally get that first dub, and they got it at home. The Raiders are at 24. At 23, the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears had a, a, a battle with the New York Giants, and the Giants. Um, really just came out there at home and was able to hold on to things. It wasn't by far pretty, uh, you know, at halftime, the score was a uh, 14 to nine, but uh, the giants were able to knock on a couple more field goals. The bears threw one in there, but it wasn't a pretty game by set by far, but you know, the bears fought hard, just wasn't meant to be there at 23. At 22, we talked about the Jets. What a great game they had against the Steelers. They're at 22 at two and two and two at 22. All those trip twos or quadruple twos. So giving love to the Jets there. At 21, the Broncos losing to uh, the Raiders, but we still have them higher based off of their record. Uh, and, and, you know, Russell kind of got a little bit more of an offensive groove in this one. Uh, got KJ Hamler involved. So it was good to see, you know, Russ kind of, 
have his offense go a little bit better than it has the first couple of weeks, but that's where we are. So there it is. There's the bottom. Texans, Commanders, Panthers, Steelers, Saints, Patriots, Lions, Colts, Raiders, Bears, Jets, Broncos. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the bottom. So, all right, there's the bottom right there heading into week five. Now we're going to swing to the outside looking in. And the outside looking in has shuffled, uh, but a lot of these have shuffled. So let's be honest with you. A lot of it is shuffled. But let's see what the outside looking in looks like. Outside looking in. At number 20, the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle was 29 last week. They jumped up nine slots. What I like about this Seattle team is Geno Smith. I mean, yes, uh, it was a crazy game. 48 to 45, defeating the Lions. I had the Lions winning that contest. I thought that, that they would be able to go in there and, and get a dub, and it just it just didn't happen that way. Uh, they were at home. And Geno Smith, what a what a day for Geno Smith. Uh, you know, 330 yards, 23 for uh 23 for 30, uh, two touchdowns. And you know, Geno is starting to look like the quarterback you know, that people were hoping to see when he came out of college and, and, and it's starting to come around for him. So I wish nothing but the best for Geno Smith, but I, I got to stop treating, you know, disrespecting the Seahawks team because they're, they're fighting hard for Pete Carroll, man. So give love to this Seahawks team. They're two and two. They're at number 20 at number 19. We've got the Cleveland Browns last week. The Browns were number 11. They were on the verge of the top 10, but a tough loss, tough loss to the Atlanta Falcons, who are 18 on the list this week, 23 to 20 in in the Georgia Dome. And the Falcons are exactly what I've been saying, competitive. They fight hard. They don't give up on anything. And, you know, I feel like this team is just going to keep competing, keep competing, and keep competing. Uh, but it was a great game between the Browns and the Falcons. So I did give the Falcons the edge. They're at 18. The Browns are at 19. At 17, the Titans. The Titans, after starting 0-2, are now 2-2. So they won back-to-back games. Derrick Henry is starting to feel the flow. 22 carries for 114 yards and a touchdown. Uh, You know, so he's starting to get his groove back, and that's very critical. Now, the Titans head to to Landover this week, so I'll get a chance to see Derrick Henry in action. I cannot wait. Very excited to see uh, Derrick Henry live to see what he can do. Uh, and it's uh, one of the things I've been kind of excited about when I saw the commander's schedule this season. I knew Derrick Henry was coming to town. Couldn't wait to see what he handles on the field. But right now the Titans are are two and two and this week, hoping to get back over 500 and maybe be on a three game winning streak. At 16, I got the division leader, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tough loss for Jacksonville. Not in the in the way that you would say, oh, they got, you know, demolished, but. They were four. They were up fourteen to nothing in the first quarter. The Eagles scored twenty points in the second quarter to have the lead at halftime, twenty to fourteen. Uh, and then you know they they tacked on another point. It was twenty nine to fourteen. The Jaguars scored late, but unfortunately, it just wasn't enough. But Jacksonville is playing with a lot of heart, and the way Doug Peterson has those guys playing, I, I got nothing but respect for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They were ten last week. They're sixteen this week, so they dropped six slots, but. I got a feeling Jacksonville is going to find their way back into that top 10 at some point. I don't know how. I just feel it. At 15, we got the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals beat up on the Panthers. Uh, Kyler Murray, 23 for 32, 207 yards and a TD. 
Connor had 15 carries for 55 yards. Uh, Hollywood Brown, six receptions for 88 yards of a TD. Uh, this Cardinals team is is still kind of in the air for me, you know. You know, they lost to the Rams last week. I felt like a game they could win. Uh, they still look like they're trying to find themselves. They got like another week and a half, another week or so before we see DeAndre Hopkins come back. And that's when I'm really intrigued to see how this Arizona team would look with Hopkins and Brown on that team. I think we could see something different there. But for now, we'll keep in the middle of the pack. And we got the Cardinals at 15. At 14, we got the L.A. Rams. Disappointment is all that I will say about this Rams team. You know, they go into San Francisco. Um, and yes, this is a division rival. You know, division rivalry games are always kind of, you know, sometime because you really don't know how they're going to go. You just really, truly don't know how they're going to go. It, it could go anyway. Uh, but this 49ers team, who are at 13 in the outside looking in, came in there and it was a lot of Debo Samuel, uh, a lot of Jeff Wilson Jr. And they just they punched him in the mouth. They punched him in the mouth. The defense was phenomenal. They gave uh, Stafford trouble um, all day. Uh, he knew Stafford went 32 for 48 for 254 yards and he threw a pick. But they just gave him problems. No touchdowns, no touchdowns for this Rams team. All field goals. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. 14 receptions for 122 yards. He still is showing why he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. But right now, the Rams at 14 and the 49ers are at 13. At 12, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay, you know, they fought hard in this game against the Chiefs. They did. They truly did. They fought hard. Um at home, but Mahomes was just out there getting it. You know, he threw for three touchdowns in the contest. He looked great. Tom threw for three touchdowns uh, in the contest. You know, Tom had you know, 39 for 52 for 385 yards and three TDs. Uh, Mike Evans had eight receptions for 103 yards and two touchdowns. But it just seems like that this Buccaneers team is still trying to figure some things out. Godwin is still, even though he's back, they're still trying to get him back in the groove. Uh, and the team has a different feel to it this year. Uh, you know, Tom obviously going through his problems with his wife or supposedly going through all these problems with his wife. So we'll see if the Buccaneers can kind of turn that thing around. They got Atlanta this week. Um, and spoiler alert, I, I think Atlanta's going to win that one. But you didn't hear me say that here. Or maybe you did. Next, we got at 11 on the outside looking in. We've got the team that's so close to getting back in the top 10. That would be the L.A. Chargers. They get a win over the Texans, uh, a much-needed win. Uh, things have been starting to look a little rough. Austin Eckler started making an appearance. He had three touchdowns in the performance uh, in the game. And Justin Herbert had went 27 for 39 for 340 yards and two TDs. Mike Williams had seven receptions for 120 yards. So the Chargers, you know, kind of got back in their groove a little bit this week uh, against the Texans. So, you know, we'll see if they can continue that thing um, back on the right foot, you know, they, and like I said in the last episode, the biggest thing for the Chargers is getting Herbert healthy. So uh, just got to get those ribs back to where they need to be. But for now, we got the Chargers right on the cusp of the top 10, and they are number 11 on the outside looking in. All right, so this outside looking in has got us uh, feeling some type of way right now as we are knocking on the top 10 door let's let's not wait around let's go ahead and get into it let's go ahead and get into the top 10 here's the top 10 
heading into week five. Number 10, the Cincinnati Bengals. They've had themselves a rocky road here in our power rankings. They were at number two. They fell all the way to the bottom. They crawled themselves back in there in the outside looking in. And now they're back into the top 10. Uh, two nice back-to-back victories for the Bengals. Much needed victories for the Bengals because a team that, you know, I had a lot of expectations for coming into this season. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, it didn't start off great for them. But last two games kind of starting to get their groove. They were able to get a win against the undefeated Dolphins. The Dolphins were the number one team in the power rankings last week. Uh, and as you can see, they're no longer. Uh, they're sitting at number four. But the Bengals came in there at home with the all-white you know, the white uniforms with the stripes that look smooth. Somebody said they look like zebra cakes. That wasn't me. It was a Twitter meme. But I, I love what I saw from the Bengals last week. We're starting to see the Bengals that we saw last year. It's still early, though. We're trying to, they're still trying to get their groove going. But we got the Bengals at 10. At 19, I'm not at 19, excuse me. At nine, we've got the Baltimore Ravens. Man, what a game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills, who are two on the countdown this week. This Ravens team, had it uh, I, th- I thought they had it in the bag but uh, a gutsy gutsy josh allen performance in baltimore uh helped propel buffalo to a three and one record and be in the two slot on this week's power rankings but the ravens i had to keep them in the mix because it was a great game hard fall game and lamar jackson is still having a really good year um despite this tough outing for the ravens they're at number nine and number eight, the worst of the three and one teams, in my opinion, but they're three and one, so they get love. The New York Football Giants uh, win over the Bears, uh, have put the Giants in a spot where they have a chance now uh, to, you know, uh, keep pushing the envelope here. They got Brian Dayball looking really good in his debut as a head coach in the NFL. Uh, but the most important piece of that Giants puzzle is their first-round pick, their number two pick from a couple years back, Saquon Barkley. Barkley is playing his butt off. Barkley looks great. Barkley is leading the league in rushing. I mean, I heard everything in the offseason. I think we talked about it on multiple shows on this platform. It's time to get rid of him. It's time to do whatever. It's time to, you know, cut your losses. But Saquon Barkley is saying, bump y'all. I got other plans. 31 carries for 146 yards. He is the NFL leading rusher. So congratulations to Saquon Barkley. Uh, I love what I've seen from him. Y'all know I'm a big Barkley fan. I love what I saw. Keep rolling. The Giants are at eight. At seven, the Arlington Desperados, a.k.a. the Dallas Cowboys. Come in there, lost the first game of the season to Tampa Bay. And what have they done since? All they do is win no matter what. And so they're 3-0 and oh since that uh, moment, and they're 3-0 and oh with Cooper Rush in at quarterback. Uh, and as you all know, I was at this game, and I had a chance to see, um, you know, the atmosphere in Dallas at AT&T Stadium for their beloved Cowboys. And by far, it wasn't like, oh, man, the Cowboys dominated this game. Uh, I still think Washington had chances that they just couldn't – they just couldn't um, – look past some of their issues or couldn't get past some of their issues, but Dallas capitalized. And now Dallas is now, now Dallas is three and one and second place in the NFC. 
uh, East with the New York Giants. So technically they got the above because they beat the Giants, but you know what I'm saying. By record-wise, they're both three and one. We got Dallas at seven. At six, the Green Bay Packers. I even hesitated to put Green Bay at six, but when I looked at it, I, I went quarterback play. Um, I went quarterback play over the other two teams um, or quarterback, knowing who that quarterback is in Aaron Rodgers. This Packers team struggled um, offensively against the uh, Patriots. Uh, the defense kind of held in check for a while. It was a back and forth game. The Patriots really had a chance to upset the Packers, especially with no Mac Jones. Uh, Brian Horg had a head injury and, you know, you know, Bailey Zip was in there doing his thing for this Patriots team. But Packers were able to prevail. They went 27 to 24. Uh, and the Packers are now three and one after another team that lost their first game of the season and have won three straight. Another great day for Aaron Jones, 16 carries for 110 yards. Alan Lazard has six receptions for 116 yards. So, you know, maybe the Packers are trying to find their groove on offense, but they've got to figure it out uh, soon if they want to keep things rolling. At number five, the Minnesota Vikings. And that hurts my heart just to say it out loud. <laughs> Everybody knows how I feel. But another gutsy win for the Vikings. That that, that Saints win, uh, you know, was, was everything it was meant to be. And they went out there and they did what they had to do. Uh, you know, but Justin Jefferson, another great performance with 10 receptions and 147 yards. And this Vikings team just keeps pushing along. So I'm intrigued if they can keep that rolling. But it's going to hurt me to say it, but congratulations to the Minnesota Vikings. They're three and one. They're number five on the countdown. Number four, the Miami Dolphins. Yes, thought about dropping them a little bit further on this list, but they were number one last week, so out of respect. And I have to say this. The treatment of Tua Tagalavlaw is ridiculous. Tua did not deserve to be put through what he got put through this, this last week. And the Dolphins have caught a lot of flack for how they handled Tua's medical situation. Now, for those who don't know, last week, last Sunday, not this Sunday, but the Sunday before last, I should say, they were playing Buffalo. And Tua takes a hit, and when he gets up, he's visibly, like, shaken. Like, he can barely stand. He's wobbly. He shouldn't have never went back in that game. Once that was displayed, I don't care if he passed the test. He shouldn't have went back in that game. And what happens Thursday night? He takes a crazy hit, two concussions within four days. And that medical doctor that, you know, let or let him go back on the field that Sunday before last, he's no longer employed. I hate to say it, but that's what you get, buddy. Shouldn't have, You shouldn't have let him go back on the field. And the NFL as a whole, as soon as they saw that, should have shut that down and should not have let Tua back on the field. So hopefully uh, Tua will be back in the next couple of weeks. He will not be back this week. He probably will not start this week. You will see uh, our man Teddy Bridgewater take the ship. We got the Dolphins at four. At three, the Kansas City Chiefs. Very impressive victory. 41 points dropped on Tom Brady and the crew. Uh, Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes, and that's why they're at number three. Uh, this Chiefs team is starting to look a little bit like the Chiefs teams from a couple of years ago. Um, they're still they've been good the whole time, but they're starting to look a little bit more like that team. They're able to spread the ball around. Everybody's getting a taste, and I know that's got to hurt for fantasy owners because you say, "Oh man, I'm gonna go pick this guy to, that goes great with Mahomes." But Mahomes does such a great job of passing the ball around. You know, giving everybody a shot that that's just not the case. So. Much love to the Chiefs. They rolling right along. We got the Chiefs 
at number three on the countdown. At number two, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, tough win against the Ravens. We talked about how tough they were in that contest. Josh, Josh Allen is a monster, uh, a, a very good monster at that. And, you know, he, you know, had to, you know, he had to gut that win out. They had to gut that win out, and they did. And so now Buffalo has moved back up into a good spot because of the Dolphins' loss. They're number two on the countdown this week. And number one, ladies and gentlemen, the only undefeated team in the NFL right now, fly Eagles, fly the Philadelphia Eagles. They went 29-21 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jalen Hurts, maybe not the sexiest day, 16 for 25 or 204, but nevertheless, they got the dub. A.J. Brown had five receptions for 95 yards. But the key in this whole puzzle for Philadelphia in that contest was Miles Sanders. 27 carries, 134 yards, two TDs, a.k.a. Tutties. So congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles for the first time ever on the one-on-one power rankings and our second year of doing things. They are the number one team in the NFL, at least for now. All right, everybody. So there we are. There it was. That's that was our our power rankings heading into the glorious week five. Now we're gonna go ahead and roll into it, y'all. It is time for the finale. Let's get it rolling. All right. So with the finale, we're gonna start off with our players of the week. Our first, and there he is, ladies and gentlemen, Geno Smith. Talked about him a little bit earlier uh, in the show and just very proud of the work that Geno's done. I'm so glad that Geno is getting an opportunity to shine. You know, some of those quarterbacks that get drafted and they struggle in the beginning, they never get a chance to start again. They never get a chance to redeem themselves. Geno Smith is doing that right now. And I hope, I hope nothing but the best for him. Geno Smith, 23 for 30. 330 yards, uh, passing two touchdowns, a quarterback rating of 132.6, and a 48-45 win over Detroit. Much love to Geno Smith. Almost gave this to Rashad Penny, who had a really great day on the ground, but I thought Geno deserved the love a little bit more this week, so Geno is our offensive player of the week. On the defensive side of things, Hassan Reddick, four tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles. For, for Hassan Reddick and a 29-21 victory over a really good Jacksonville team. Jacksonville was ranked top in the top 10 last week. They were number 10, uh, and this Eagles team was ranked number two. Nice win for them. And so those, ladies and gentlemen, are our players of the week, Geno Smith and Hassan Reddick. Now let's go to our top five MVP candidates. Aha, look at this a little bit different this week. Tua, I'm so sorry. You were number one last week. I would keep you in, but the Dolphins have just really screwed the pooch on how they handle your situation. So, unfortunately, I got you sitting around like the seven or eight mark right now, uh, but we, we got you on the outside looking in on the power ranking front when it comes to this MVP candidates. Now, number five, Lamar Jackson. Like I said before, Lamar Jackson just continues to keep things rolling. Uh, yes, a tough loss last week, but – Lamar alone has shown so far this season that he deserves to be in this. He deserves to be in the top five. Number four, Saquon Barkley, ladies and gentlemen. Saquon Barkley is finally showing off 
you know, it's been a couple of years since we got to see how good he get, you know, he could be. The injuries are really tallied up on him. But Saquon Barkley is looking good. Barkley is killing the game right now. We got him at number four on this power rankings MVP candidate list heading into week five. And number three, Pat Mahomes. Another great performance by Mahomes. Three touchdowns. I just go out there and beat, uh, you know, Tom Brady. And so, and maybe he should be higher in this list. But I think when you're Pat Mahomes and people start to expect certain things, I think sometimes it kind of counts against you. But, like, nevertheless, Mahomes is number three. He's looking great so far, and so are the Chiefs. And number two, Jalen Hurts. Now, a lot of people would go for the motion that he should be number one because he does have the, you know, the only undefeated team in the league right now. But, uh, you know, for now, I got him at number two. And there's a strong chance he'll be number one before the end of the season. He's playing really good football right now. Uh, I like what I've seen from Jalen, uh, and I wish nothing for the best. We'll see if he can take that number one spot before the end of the season. And number one, Josh Allen. You know, y'all know I got a, you know, bromance with Josh Allen, but Josh Allen continues to show why he, you know, we have this bromance. Like, I love what I see from Josh Allen, but he's number one for now. So we got Jackson, Barkley, Mahomes, Hurts, and Allen. All right, y'all, let's finish up the finale the proper way by giving you uh my record uh and my predictions coming into week five so 34 and 29 and 1 34 29 and 1 ladies you see that right there right do you see that after weeks of struggle i went 79 last week on week three but this past weekend 13 and 3 to put myself at 34 29 and 1 i told y'all i was gonna get there didn't know how I was going to go there, but I told you, I said, I promise y'all, I will be back where I need to be soon. You will see it. I promise you. And there it is above 500 after a 13 and three week. Now I may ruin it all this week. Uh, I may ruin it all this week. And I got, I got a feeling I, I get happy. And this, this beautiful record uh, for me right now is probably not going to be the same. Well, you know, not going to be over 500, but we we're going to keep our fingers crossed that it stays that way. Now let's talk about, tonight's game now tonight's game here is my prediction i got the broncos winning 20 to 16 and as you see that sadness that the thursday night record went from three and oh to three and one but you know maybe that dolphins losing last week helped propel me for the rest of the week because everybody else killed it after that man i was smiling but anywho when that with that being said i got i got the broncos winning tonight's contest uh even though russell's a little banged up going into this uh, you know, the Broncos did lose Javante Williams. Uh, you know, Russell is going to play tonight. They're going to be good. But what's going to hurt, and this is for the Colts, no Jonathan Taylor. He was ruled out yesterday. So, unfortunately, uh, no Jonathan Taylor is going to hurt this Colts team, in my opinion. So, I've got it 20-16. to 16. Broncos get the dub on Thursday night football, and I go to 4-1 and one on Thursday nights. Now, the last part of this wonderful one-on-one episode is my prediction. These are my winners uh, for this week. This is who I have, y'all. Like, don't don't be hating, but this this is this is who I have winning uh, these contests this week. So, first of all, I got obviously I got the Broncos getting the dub. You know, the Broncos are going to get the win. Uh, that's and I'm just my story, and I'm sticking to it. I got the Packers uh, beating the the giants in london so 
Be have fun with that one. That should be a good one. Uh, I got the Bills beating the Steelers. I, I just don't know if the Steelers are gonna have it. You know, I love Kenny Pickett. I just don't think it's the time. I got the Chargers beating the Browns in Cleveland. I got the Vikings beating the Bears, who go to four and one. I got the Lions sneaking past the Patriots. That's right, in New England. I got them sneaking past the Patriots in New England. I got the Saints beating the Seahawks, and I probably should stop picking against Geno. But, you know, hey, if I keep picking against Geno and they keep winning, you know, the Seahawks fans will love it. Next, I got the Jets beating the Dolphins. I, I you know, Saleh and the crew are going to get this dub, man. They're going to go out there and be three and two and, and have people like, what? The Jets? Yeah, I got the Jets winning this week. I'm probably going to end up Lone Ranger in this one this week. So, wooey pooey. Uh, next one, we got the Falcons and the Bucks. This is probably my upset alert for the week. I got the uh, Falcons beat the Buccaneers. I just got a, a weird vibe about it, man. Marcus Mariota and the boys are going to find a way. Uh, the Tennessee Titans will be defeat the Commanders. I just I, I need to see more from that offense before I can start picking the Commanders again, man. It's it's been a rough deal. Uh, can they beat the Tennessee teams? By all means, but I, I just don't know if it happens this week. Derrick Henry is going to be ready to roll. I've got the Jaguars beating the Texans to move the three and two. I've got the 49ers beating the Panthers uh, and going to three and two. Then I've got the Cowboys, the Arlington Desperados, ladies and gentlemen, beating the Rams in L.A. I just Cooper Rush has been playing well. Uh, he's been managing the team properly. Things look good. Zeke Elliott starting to become the Zeke Elliott that we, you know, used to know and love. And so this team is playing really well right now. So I got the Cowboys beating the Rams. I got the Eagles beating the Cardinals in Arizona. It's a big test. It's a big test for the Eagles heading to Arizona because that crowd can be really rowdy. But if they can make this happen, it'll be a really good deal uh, for this Eagles team. But I got the Eagles going to 5-0. and I got the Ravens beating the Bengals at home. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, I, I can truly see him bouncing back this week and really showing off at home. And, and and this crazy stat here, the Ravens are 0-2 at home. They have not won a home game this year. They won both of their road games. So maybe I should pick the Bengals, but I'm going with the Ravens. And then last but not least, Monday night, Monday night, Monday night, Chiefs and Raiders. Man, I really wanted to pick the Raiders, but I'm not. I, I pick the Raiders every week so far this season, and they've disappointed me except for last week. But unfortunately, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the hot hand. I got the Chiefs winning that contest. All right, y'all. So here we are as we um, finish up with the finale there. And that is episode 74 uh, coming to an end. But before I get out of here, I want to make sure I show love to some of the shows on the network. Make sure you check out the in and out sports debate with my man, Drew Willingham. He's got great guests on each week. My man, Joe Dillard. Check out all the uh, the older episodes. Check out season five we just had of Commonwealth Sports Talk. You can go check it out on YouTube channel. We got Becca Cottingham Quimby doing her thing on the weekends, bringing you monster minutes, especially with the NASCAR season starting to, uh, you know, really get into the grind here during the playoffs. It's getting a little bit closer and closer to the crown and the champion. Go check out the three-point golf show. Check out our man Victor Herrera. Go back and look at some of the past episodes. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, me and Jay will be back soon, hopefully in November, to bring you some breakdown of the NFL season. Ram Talk will be returning uh here in the next month or so with rob johnson and got the intense sports talk with rob johnson he's got a lot of things going on make sure you check it out 
Legacy on Fire will make his return soon. I know I keep saying that. I know y'all don't beat me up, but it will be returning soon. Um, and I just don't have a date yet, but it will be returning soon. And then, of course, if you need to find us, you can go on our, our Facebook page at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Hit us up on Twitter at Legacy Maker SPN. You can hit us up on YouTube and Instagram at Legacy Maker Sports, Legacy Maker Sports Network on LinkedIn. And yes, it is time to coming soon, but it is technically out there, but we're still building it. And that's Legacy Maker Sports on TikTok. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. This has been episode 74 of the one-on-one podcast. So next week, 75, we'll bring you more heat. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see um, how things go uh, here in week five. Now, week six will be the first week um, that I'll get a chance to sit at home and enjoy the games. I, I don't have any uh, games to attend next week unless something, you know, changes. You know, uh, may God may have other plans. Who knows? But with that being said, I cannot wait, y'all. I, I cannot wait to to come back and, and and just and be able to catch up with y'all next week and talk a little bit more football and 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 talk ab- about how things went in week five. So once again, I'm your man Darrell on. Darrell Owens. I can't even say my last name right. <laughs> I'm your man, Darrell Owens. Thank y'all all for tuning in for another edition of the Power Rankings here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Until next time, like I said, every week, go out, find some football, enjoy some football. If it's high school, if it's college, or if it's in the pros, go enjoy some football. We got up until February, y'all. Don't ruin this time. Go make it happen. Once again, everybody, I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. We'll see you all next week for episode 75 of 101 here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Peace. Legacy Maker, the all sports network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the school. If anybody got a question, I give them the